Josh Bertaccini joining us, the voice of that part of the country. I've been waiting a long time for this. The moment you've been waiting for. JB, maybe you can do commentary live. And the show that everyone's been talking about. Not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. It's time for the real NWA JP. At least I work the place that you can find when you're looking for it. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at the real NWA JP. Okay, all right, it's all about the little things. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at therealnwajp.com. You were man on fire last night on the post game. Your boy is back. I'm back! And so is football season. This is primetime television here, folks. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. Let's rock and roll, baby. So good to have you here as we make this conversation happen. Getting after it for 90 minutes here from inside the Bunker studio. Team B Media ripping it up. And really appreciate you fine folks being here for this conversation of ours. So many ways to tune in. You hear my girl shout out the gates, giving you the lowdown on the essentials. Follow, listen, watch, subscribe across the social media. I think you'd be happy if you do. At The Real NWAJB, and there's a lot of things out there in the world going on, a lot of things you could worry about and fret about, or you could just, you know, kind of try to be a a happier person, try to be somebody who doesn't worry about that stuff, you know, focuses on the things that bring you happiness in your world, in your life. I don't know if Razorback football is one of those right now, but it will be again, I promise, sometime soon. There will be changes here. Not yet, though, here on this Thursday as we set up for the conversation and get into it on this 16th of November, 2023. And my goodness, it increasingly feels like we are living in the future, doesn't it? So here we are. What? One day out from the end of the week? One day out from the end of the last week before Thanksgiving? Two days out from the next to last home game of the year? A glorified scrimmage, but a game nonetheless for Arkansas against Florida International, just a lousy football team this year. One and six in Conference USA, dead last in their league. This game was supposed to be an add-on, right? This game was supposed to be one of those contests towards the end of the year that lifted you up and made you perhaps bowl eligible. That's why it's scheduled. I mean, you look around the conference and the schedule this weekend coming up, and really college football, but definitely in the SEC, just Garbage games, so many trashy garbage games as teams try to stuff their coffers in front of Christmas with all the little candies and goodies they can. So beating down Florida International is going to prove anything on Saturday night? I don't think so. Here's another question. If you beat Florida International by a 1,000 points on Saturday night, but nobody's there to see it, does it even really count? What a strange atmosphere it's going to be. 6.30 on the kickoff. Yesterday, we talked point blank on this show about the attendance. I think the over-under for attendance for this game has got to be no higher than 30,000. I think that's the line. I don't think you're getting 30,000 people for the football game on Saturday night. I don't know about you. And I work in sports, so I have no choice but to go to the game and cover it and then do the post-game show at night. But I'm not going to make my day on Saturday about Arkansas Razorback football. I'm not. 
I'm doing it all the time. It's my job. We got a lot going on. This is a pretend game. This game changes nothing. The only outcome of Arkansas versus Florida International that I realistically see as a big game changer would be losing the game. And even that wouldn't change the game. It would just speed up the process. I think if you lose to Florida International, Sam Pittman is not allowed to do a press conference on Monday. I think Hunter Juracek probably does the Monday presser, and that's the last one we get for a little bit. Oh, man, oh, man. But this is where we are. Hogs trying to navigate and figure out their next move. By all accounts, the folks I talk to who are somewhat in the know, I'm not going to tell you that Hunter Juracek is a source of mine because he's not, so who knows what's going on in his head at the end of the day. I'm the guy who told you Lane Kiffin was all but signed, sealed, and delivered to the Hogs four or five years ago. And how did that work out? Probably should have worked out. Sounds like some egos got involved. You want to you go back in time now. Maybe that was worth uh, an extra mil or two. But maybe not. I don't know. Maybe he wasn't your guy. But Sam Pittman's not your guy anymore either. So Florida International changes nothing on Saturday. Hogs could win a million to nothing. It doesn't mean anything. And look, you get cheap tickets. I know some folks going to this game. You want to see Arkansas score some touchdowns. I'm not going to keep promising touchdowns. Because the last couple times I did that, they just didn't they didn't score any against State or against Auburn. I guess they got one in the fourth. Again, nobody there to see it, but I'm not promising anything here. I don't know what's going on with this team. The more you hear from the players in their interview spots, the more bewildering the whole thing sounds. I mean, there's no joy left in Mudville. And this team has struck out. It's like Casey at the bat, old school style. This is like that old Thayer poem. That's a great poem. It just feels like the life and the enthusiasm in the in the stadium is gone too. And I think now Arkansas is facing the prospect of denial being impossible. When you show up to this game, when you play this game on Saturday night, and there are way more empty seats looking back at you at Razorback Stadium than there are filled seats, it's going to send some kind of message, I think. Unfortunately, to the players, I mean, I guess they deserve it, but really more so, fortunately, to the powers that be. The worst thing that could happen now would be Razorback fans saying, okay, this is fine. We like getting beat down. doesn't matter. It's not about winning and losing. It's just about, you know, showing up and feelings. That would be the worst thing Razorback fans could do. You show up and you pack it out. It's not going to happen. And you act like losing doesn't matter. Then you deserve what you get. I don't think Hog Hog fans are going to do that. I don't think Arkansas fans are in a mindset right now where they want to forgive and forget. Talked a lot about Sam Pittman and old cold beer this week. You're going to have so much old cold beer for you. If you want to stop by his lake house in Hot Springs and knock on the door, he might let you go have one with him on the back deck. That's for going away. I don't think Sam Pittman's going to coach again. This is the end of the ride here, my friends. And you wish him well. He's a decent guy. I'm certainly not hating on Sam Pittman, the, the, the person. I really hate, period. But I call a spade a spade. And this thing's over. It does blow my mind a little bit. Now I want to turn this into a, you know, a diatribe all about me here. But it does blow my mind a little bit that I seem to be the only sports broadcaster out here, right? The only media figure who's willing to acknowledge that this is over. I, I, it doesn't seem like anybody else is willing to say that. I, I guess they're afraid of the reaction from the U of A, you know, you're not supposed to speak against the Kremlin or the Kremlin, you know, puts out a hit on you. I understand it all has gotten very, you know, messenger message, control the whole thing, but that's not really the way it's supposed to work. 
They're supposed to be journalists and people like me calling truth and speaking truth to power. So, I mean, I don't know. Am I the last one standing? Maybe around here. Hope the youngins of today grow up and become something fierce tomorrow. It's not all propaganda, guys. It's not all PR. You still need people fighting for truth on the front lines. And just because you're fighting for truth doesn't mean you have everything you want to know. Like, I can't tell you now how many people are coming up to me asking me, like I ask them, who's the next football coach? You know what I say? I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know who the next football coach is. Do you? I don't even think Hunter Juracek knows right now who his next football coach is going to be. I think he's working on it. From what I can gather, he's definitely, you know, proceeding through the end of the first round of calls and maybe getting ready for round two. But, you know, anybody with half a brain knows that's happening. We've got a lot of small business owners. I say small. Some of these businesses are massive now. We have a lot of global corporations, too, here in Northwest Arkansas. I think Walmart's the biggest company on the planet right here in NWA. You got Tyson, J.B. Hunt. And these are these are Fortune 500 companies for a reason. And these companies don't get to where they are unless they're real about themselves and where they need to improve and where they need to get better. Always striving to get better. Always striving to improve as everyone should at everything. And so I don't like this embracing of mediocrity that seems like some Arkansas Razorback football fans are comfortable doing right now. I'm hearing some of that. Oh, well, we're really good at basketball again. That's nice. We're really good at baseball every year. It's great. Have you heard? Our track and field program is spectacular. I'm not making fun here. This is what I hear. I'm just repeating it back. You're reading into it because it doesn't sound right when you hear it either. When people tell me that, I'm like, that's, that's great. All of those sports together are not making you any money. They're not keeping the stadium's lights on. It's football. It's football. It is the cash cow of this whole thing. And it is flatline and collapsed here for Arkansas at the end of year four for Sam Pittman. So moves afoot. I have not been wrong about that. This is what now? Four or five straight shows where I've told you the exact same thing every day. It's over for Sam Pittman. Hunter Yurchek continues to proceed with his efforts behind the scenes. Nothing will change that on Saturday night. Florida International is a joke opponent. And look, I'm not telling you not to hang out with your friends. You want to go hang out, see some long lost friends. You already got tickets. You're going to tailgate it up. That's fine. But why torture yourself for three hours rooting for, you know, a team to win a game that doesn't matter? I, I don't know. I really don't. You do what you want. Who am I? I'm, I'm just the sports talk guy. And then we'll have one game left. And it's a short week because it's Thanksgiving. Thank goodness next week. And Sam Pittman will have one game left to go. He'll coach the Missouri game. This is what's going to happen next Friday. Like I told you Saturday night in the post game. Everybody's like, he's getting fired right now. He's not. Two games left. Hunter Check's got too much stuff going on to worry about naming interims and changing coaching positions. That would just be wasted energy and effort. So you ride it out. You let Sam Pittman tell you how they figured everything out at the Monday presser because they beat Florida International by a million. And then you play Missouri on Black Friday and it's a wake-up call to end the season. See, that game makes more sense now, feeling-wise for the program, than the FIU game on Saturday night. Missouri has made so much progress here in the last couple of years under Eli Drinkwitz. It's kind of alarming. Top 10 in the country. That's Missouri, man. That's not good that they're doing so well while Arkansas is doing so poorly. That's not good at all for Hog fans. But 
Black Friday, there'll be a mostly empty stadium. It usually is because of the timing of the game. The students aren't there, and Arkansas hasn't been good in football in a really long time. So, I, I don't know. Maybe the Missouri fans all travel. Um, do they have a lot of fans? What's their stadium hold? 50,000, 60,000? Maybe they will pack it out here in Fayetteville. I think a lot of them are coming down for that game. Arkansas will get thumped by Missouri, and that'll be a wrap. That'll be a wrap. I don't know if you need to pull a Julie Cromer Peoples, you know, angry interim AD and fire the coach when he's coming off the field and scream and holler at him. It's not really, it's not really a good look. That wasn't a good look then. It wouldn't be a good look now. But I think pretty clearly after the game on Black Friday or, you know, first thing Saturday morning, there'll be a press release put out, as I told you there would be. And um, it's going to say that Sam Pittman's been relieved of duties. We wish him well, blah, blah, blah. And Sam's going to say it didn't work out, blah, blah, blah. But I believe in Arkansas and yada, yada, yada. And we're working out details. But it's, it's up to the next guy to take it further. And it's done. And you'll figure it out. I don't know if Sam Pittman's going to give you a hometown discount on that $16 million buyout of his. I guess under your check, if you read the fine print, like I spent some time doing yesterday, which was not an enjoyable half hour. But if you read the fine print on the contract, if Sam Pittman's record were under 500 when he's fired, then they own, Arkansas only owes him 50% of the buyout. Now, you'd be like, oh, well, his record's below 500. The COVID year doesn't count. I don't know why they agreed to that. Hunter Yurichek agreed to that, but the COVID year doesn't count. So even if Arkansas loses its last two games here, which it's not going to, it's going to beat Florida International. But even if you lost your last two games, you'd be 19-19 and 19 without the COVID year. So you're not getting a discount really on that money. Maybe we shouldn't be talking about discounts so much anymore. This idea that Arkansas has to have a discount. I mean, it's Arkansas. We're not big time. We're Arkansas. You can't have it both ways, y'all. I've watched this region grow up over the last 20 years. A lot of my listeners have watched grow up for two, three times, four times as long as that. Okay. One of the things that's awesome is to be able to say there's nothing we don't have here that people have somewhere else. I mean, maybe beaches, but even you go down to a river or lake, you can fake that a little bit. Nothing, seafood too, but you fly it in. Here's the point. Nothing we don't have here, right? We got the industries. We got the potential. We got the resources. We got the people. We got the geography, the demographics. It's just incredible where we live, right? Okay. We want to upsell it as one of the best places to live in America, and obviously, therefore, one of the best places to live on the planet in 2023 going 2024. And then we want to argue that we can't afford, afford to have a real football program. And maybe we can't. Maybe the University of Arkansas is hopeless in football. I choose not to believe that. I think there are still coaches to be had, people who could come in here, not many of them, but there's there's a couple of names out there who could come in here and get this thing going again. But maybe you, you don't want those guys. And you're certainly not going to get the marquee name or two on the market if you aren't willing to pay top dollar. And what's top dollar? I don't know why we're so worried about money. This is play money anyway. The university makes $140 million a year in football revenue. It's not a profit, but revenue. You can afford 5 to $10 million a year for a great coach. Now, these guaranteed contracts and redoing things and giving out raises every year or two, like Juracek and Jeff Long and all these folks do, I don't think you want to get caught up in that. You get somebody right now, you give them $5 million 
with a built-in raise for six second year, seven third year, and if they're still standing in the fourth year, they get $8 million, then we'll renegotiate your contract after four. You know what I mean? With some kind of clause that, you know, and if you don't make it through the full four, then we owe you 50% of what's left, and that's it. You make this stuff simpler. That's what Hunter Juracek said he was going to do five, six years ago when he was hired. I was there at the press conference. I asked him. I literally asked him about guaranteed contracts and how he felt about it. And he was like, I hate him. I'm not going to do that to Arkansas. I'm going to be much more careful here. And, you know, then agents lean on you and the team gets a little successful. And all of a sudden you're handing out guaranteed money again. Um, whatever Sam Pittman's owed, he's owed. And this idea, too, that Sam needs to take uh, you know some money off of it. Give Arkansas a hometown discount. Why? It's, it's not your money. It's coming from the Richie Riches. This is coming from the boosters, all right? The Waltons are worth hundreds of billions of dollars, if not trillions. So are the Tyson, so are the These folks are worth just different weight classes of money than us. So we say $5, $10 million. Like, oh, my goodness, that would change my universe. I'd be able to buy another car or get a bigger house or eat out more, right? I mean, take another trip. Folks like that eat $5 million for breakfast, okay? And this idea that Arkansas doesn't have any affluent people in it. I don't, that Northwest Arkansas is not a big time region. I don't, I don't like that. You can't have it both ways. You can't talk about how you're one of the best places to live, one of the best places to work, one of the great gems of, uh, of the planet. And then on the other side of it, you're like, I don't know if we can do football here though. Hunter, your check's not selling for mediocrity. I might be the only guy right now. You might think I'm blown in the wind as the only guy who has uh, been all over the story of Arkansas moving on from Sam Pittman, but it doesn't mean I'm wrong. I'm 100% right. It's just a question of when, and I don't have the name yet either, which would make this whole thing sound a little more credible, but I don't think Hunter Yurchek has that name yet. We got a lot going on. These are busy times. Not the happiest of times, but certainly intriguing. And I'll tell you what, when it comes to sports talk radio and what we're doing here on the internet airways these days, you want really good teams or really bad teams that lead to coaching changes. What you don't want is continued mediocrity year over year over year, like you had with Mike Anderson, like you're starting to have with Sam Pittman, and certainly like you're having with Brett Bielema. You don't want that. But when you get to a coaching change, people get very interested. All of a sudden, the apathy checks out the window. The flight trackers get queued up. People have been restless with a team that is disappointed. So now they got some energy to get out. I'm looking for that next football coach. If you're listening live, thank you so much for being here. You got a ton of options out there in sports media land, certainly content land in general these days across the internet. And uh, you're finding some time to be here with us. I think doing it live has always been our forte, but you know what? We got that podcast coming your way across the different platforms as well. So uh, find it how you need to find it and listen to it when you need to listen to it. Josh Bertaccini with you in studio. We'll break, come back. My good friend Jermaine Petty joins us after a quick timeout. This is the real NWHAB, and we're coming right back. When it's time to feast down with your crew, you got to go to Golden Corral, a family-friendly buffet chain featuring all-you-can-eat American food. They're open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. every weekday. Weekend starting that delicious breakfast buffet at 7.30 on Saturdays and Sundays. There's not a better location for a restaurant around. Right where Main Drive in Johnson meets College Ave in Fayetteville. GoldenCorral.com, online for the full menu. Golden Corral at 4507 North College Ave. Proud sponsor of JB's Arkansas Razorback coverage all season long. 
Hey folks, this is Matt Reese from Sign Studio. We are Northwest Arkansas's largest sign company, and we can be there for any of your signage needs. I am so excited to be a part of JB's Razorback football coverage all season long. He is a Jets fan, but he's actually an okay guy too. When he asked me for help with business cards, show signs, and marketing advice, I was there for him because that's what I do. I help people brand their businesses with the best sign production in Northwest Arkansas. Call me today, Sign Studio, 479-250-4844. When you want to make it a special night, make it a Herman's night. They've got the best baby back ribs in town, and their steak, mm, second to none. Barley, chicken, grilled salmon, you've got to see the menu for yourself. Herman's is located at 2901 North College Ave, right in the heart of Fayetteville. Their staff is super friendly, and their catering game is strong. See them on Instagram, at Herman's Rib House. For a great meal, it's Herman's in Fayetteville. If you don't know, now you know. When it's 5 o'clock, or you just want to blow off some steam, or maybe just see some familiar faces. Folks, I'm talking about Brewskies on Dixon in Fayetteville. It's been my favorite watering hole for a long time, and I think you'll love it too. Brewskies has an awesome array of beverages. They're located in the heart of Razorback Land at 408 Dixon Street, and their staff, well, it's top-notch tremendous. Look for food nights from great local chefs as well. Follow on Instagram for more info at Brewskies Draft. Proud sponsor of The Real NWA, JB. When the game is in the books and the crowd heads home, it's time for the People's Post Game Show with JB. Streaming live on the Podbean app and YouTube at The Real NWA JB. 90 minutes of post game reaction to what just happened in your Razorback game. Calls, texts, and social media reaction, plus sound from the Hedgehog himself. It's the People's Post Game Show, 15 minutes after every Razorback game. Live on YouTube and Podbean, a TV media production. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at TheRealNWAJB.com. I'll tell you what we can do is we can always find a way around it that we can do. And so we'll do it like that. Uh, Eric, good to have you on board the show today. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Not that I think Malzahn to Arkansas is really that valid a rumor, but you're hearing it a little bit. What do you think of his fit there at UCF? I think he's pretty happy over here. He signed an extension during the offseason that was released for a few weeks back. Uh, I think buyout is around $15 million. Uh, now, they didn't release really details to the Pittsburgh. You know, he's always talked fondly about the state of Arkansas and things like that. I don't get the impression he wants to leave. In fact, he once said he was looking to be his last job. Uh, but you never know, right? You never know in the fitness trick. What kind of what kind of names do you think are in play right now for A and M, for Arkansas, for Mississippi State? Who are the who are the hot coaching names, Eric? I mean, Dan Blanning, obviously the name of Ricky Fowler. A guy like Chuck Trailer, the USDA coach, he might be in the mix for Mississippi State, could be in the mix for A and M. The season, national championship talk. Our question today, who's going to win the title? Georgia, Ohio State, or Michigan? Florida State, Washington, or Oregon? Or somebody else? We broke them down into four tiers. What do you think, Eric? You got to stick with Georgia. I think Georgia's offense is better than the previous two national title teams. Uh, I'm going to take Georgia until somebody knocks them off. Okay. No worries for them against Tennessee this weekend, huh? Pac-12 disintegrating. What does that mean for the future of college sports? 
we just wonder if it's just going to be dominated by the SEC and big things. So, what do you make of Florida State? How good are they really? Well, I saw him in person this year. I think they're legit. Keon uh, Coleman's a legitimate receiver. He's going to play in the NFL. Donnie uh, Wilson's very talented. Of course, Jordan Travis, the quarterback's been fantastic. Uh, they should win out, and I think be in the playoff. Like maybe be one of the few teams that can push a Georgia or an Alabama, Ohio State, uh, or, or the Michigan winner. And then I think they would be in the How much did losing to Arkansas hurt Billy Napier at Florida? Hurt a lot. Uh, they they in trouble. He got to find a way to split the next two weeks. Do you buy the Dolphins? Let's go up a level as a legit Super Bowl contender. I think they're a playoff team. I think they're going to win the AFC. Okay. I just don't know if they're as good as Baltimore, Kansas City. The jury's out. But they're much improved. I think Daniel's done a good job. Last but not least, Anthony Black getting some starts for the Magic now. Tell me about AB, and then I'll let you get out of here. Well, he's getting a minute. Obviously, it's a long game. It's backcourt for the Magic. I think they're still trying to figure out who the odd man in and odd man out. Uh, with Cole Anthony had the signing an extension with the Magic. They got Black. They believe they can make the playoff with this lock. But the big question is going to be, do they make a move between now and the trade deadline where some of the guards the trade, not necessarily Black, maybe some of the other guards that the Marcos Holmes in particular might be the guy that they try to shop. The bar has been raised in Orlando. I like to hear it. Love to hear Eric Lopez's voice. This guy is a sports savant. You see how easily we just weave through like six different sports right there? Eric Lopez, E-L-O. We made it happen today, Eric, and uh, we'll do it again really soon. Happy Thanksgiving. You're a really cool dude. Appreciate your time, okay? Thanks, JB. All right, thanks, bud. Eric Lopez crushing it up and knocking it out. And I'm giving you a lot of real stuff there, too, about where things are at in that state in terms of their football hierarchy. Obviously, folks in uh, in Florida take their football pretty seriously. You don't take your football seriously here, too, but it's quite as life and death, perhaps, here as it is in some other locations. You know what I'm saying? All right. Um, we're going to take our final break. We'll do that right now. We'll come back in three minutes, and we'll wrap you up on some of the questions of the day. Look ahead to the schedule here over the next few days because, my friends, we are just about at turkey time. And how fantastic is that? Quick timeout. Right back. On the square in Fayetteville, Hugo's is an institution. A basement burger den with a funky vibe. Great food, casual American eats, and a big-time beer selection as well. Check out Hugo's every day of the week except Sunday. Open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. See their delicious food game online as well in pictures at Hugo's Fayetteville on Instagram. When you want a great meal in an awesome location, it's Hugo's on the square in downtown Fayetteville. Hey! Hey guys, it's Brian Small. I'm the owner of Gravity Design Labs, a proud sponsor of JB's new show. When he needed help with his big rebrand, I was the first person he called, and he still talks about my design work every day. Well, the truth is, I can help you with your project too. From high-quality graphic design work to branding new businesses or rebranding an existing business to web design, social media, marketing, and more. See my stuff for yourself on Instagram at Gravity Design Labs, and don't be afraid to reach out. I'm a diehard Razorback fan too. Go Hogs! If you need help in a difficult situation, reach out to Mock Legal Solutions. They have a passion for family law, and they will always be in your corner. Listen to their core principles. Affordability. Accessibility 
convenience and results. Mock Legal Solutions of Fort Smith. Real advice at a reasonable price. Call or text 479-769-1505 or email mocklegalsolutions at gmail.com. Folks, thank you so much for making our new program, The Real NWA JB, part of your daily routine already. Live at 7 a.m. every morning, Monday through Friday for 90 minutes, talking Razorbacks and everything else in the wide world of sports. We do the show live on the Podbean app, and you can too, by using Bluetooth in your car or at home. We work on smart speakers, podcasts available anytime you want, Spotify, Apple, and more. It's The Real NWA JB, there for you, the people. Appreciate you listening. If you can, do us a favor and tell a friend too. Intense party rentals. Whether you're planning a catered affair, corporate event, town festival, wedding, or a banger backyard party, you've come to the right place. Rain or shine, indoors or out. Intense party rentals. Arkansas's finest tent and party rental company. Call us at 479-231-8568 or see our stuff on Instagram at Intense Party Rentals. Pig Suey. Your boy is back, and so is football season. Fun show today. Hope you all have enjoyed it as well. If you're listening live, it is already 8.20 in the morning. My goodness. And if you're making it happen later on your own time, Podcast Universe, it's like DVRing, right? It's like DVRing. You want to watch that show, but you're busy. You're working. You're not going to be home at that time. Then you watch it later. Right? You DVR and you watch it later. We're running that audio DVR for you every day. We call it a DAR. It doesn't sell nearly as cool digital audio recorder. But we're running it for you every day. And so when the show is done, within five, 10 minutes, boom, out there into the podcast universe. Now, I've had some folks ask me here in the first few months of the show, what's the best way to listen to it, Joshua? If I want to hear your show, what's the best way? I just Bluetooth, man. Like, just grab it. I don't care if you're doing it on YouTube or Podbean, which is really cool. You go to our website right there, anchored, therealnwajb.com. You just stream it on your phone, Bluetooth it, car, home, work, done that easy. It really is that easy. And I understand the resistance to technology that some of y'all have, but I feel like most of y'all are smart and good with technology, better than you give yourself credit for. And all it is is a couple different buttons. Let's evolve. Let's grow together. You guys are crushing it. Over 35,000 listeners here first. We're not even three months in. And uh, it's not because of me. That might be part of it. It's because y'all are committed to this Razorback thing of ours, aren't you? Uh, question of the day today. As we move on a little bit from the Sam Pittman chat, I mean, it can't be... The front and center stage headline for us every single day. We're just going to run out of gas real quick. Yesterday, we asked you if you were going to the game on Saturday. 12% of y'all said yes. 88% said no. Or a game time decision. So I think we're staring at a very empty Razorback Stadium on Saturday night. The kickoff time does not help anyone. If it was a 3 o'clock game, you'd probably luck your way into 45000 But a 6.30 game? I don't know. Over under thirty k. They'll probably announce 72,000. It doesn't mean that so many people are there. I'll use my eyes. I'll let you know. Uh, Today's question of the day. Bring it on back home. Who wins the college football playoff title this year? 
Mm. Who wins the college football playoff title this year? Georgia looks like it's getting better and better. Ohio State and Michigan are running it up like they usually do in the Big Ten against everyone else. Florida State, Washington, and Oregon. FSU unbeaten. We asked Eric Lopez about them. He says they're legit after watching them up close. Washington's pretty good. I've watched them on TV a few times. Oregon's really good, too. I mean, they're a missed field goal away from going to overtime with Washington. And oftentimes, if you win the rematch in the conference championship game, as we've seen happen in the SEC before, you'll be the team that breaks through, at least in the four-team college football playoff world that we have for one more year. And then we'll go somebody else. Like four tiers. This is the way. If I was stacking the odds right now for the college football playoff, this this is how I would break it down. Georgia's got its own tier up top. Bulldogs have won back-to-back titles already. And they're trying to win that third one. And they look like they are getting better and better on both sides of the ball right now. Tennessee's going to be a good test this weekend. Tennessee could rise up and play a really good game. That would definitely send Georgia, if not crashing down the mountain, into a much shakier spot as far as this year's playoff. Ohio State or Michigan, they're both really good. They're going to play each other in the final game of the year, as they always do. And I don't know. You almost feel like the loser of that game is going to find its way into the 14 playoff as well. I'm just sick of that. I don't need that. Give me the better of the two, and that's enough. I'm really a, you shouldn't have more than one team from one conference guy. Even though we're biased towards the SEC here, even though that's, you know, we like to say it's the cat's meow and this and that, nobody's even close. Is it really that fun to watch a game you've already seen before? Like, remember that Alabama LSU year? You're like, why are we seeing this again? Nine to six, baby. Florida State, Washington, Oregon all have a chance here, but they're going to have to catch some breaks. And then somebody else. Who is somebody else, says Patrick on the Facebook page here. Somebody else could be Alabama, who I think is a really good one-loss team. I think Nick Saban is not to be counted out yet. Somebody could be... I mean, I don't think Texas is great, but they only have one loss. And they beat Alabama, which is huge, right? So that's as good a win... As anybody has out there right now, really, except for Washington over Oregon. So I think Alabama and Texas are still alive if some teams in front of them stumble, most likely not this weekend, but maybe at the very end next week or in a conference championship game. And I don't know how many other teams are realistically still in this. I think once you get to that point in time, you kind of start to go off a cliff as far as the teams that probably realistically have a chance. But from the one-loss crew, Oregon, Alabama, and Texas would be the three that I would say mathematically probably still have a chance. I don't think Louisville has a chance. I don't think Missouri has a chance. Penn State, no. None of the two-loss teams all missed. No. No. I think we got the right teams at the top, y'all. Good conversation this morning or in the afternoon if you're listening back later. Trying to make it time-friendly across the digital divide between us. Facebook crew coming in. Joshua writes in, it's got to be Georgia to win the title. They're being Georgia at the right time of year. Adrian says it's Michigan, baby. Chip on the shoulder after the Jim Harbaugh thing. You think? Cody says, I got to go Georgia, too. How about Chucky? Oregon shocks the world, and Bo Nix wins the Heisman. Maybe. 
Mr. Stopwatch, maybe. Chuck the Stopwatch in Greenland. That is a great nickname. Chuck the Stopwatch in Greenland. Um, I could see Oregon. I'm kind of sick of this Heisman Trophy always going to a quarterback. Like it used to be back in the day, you didn't have to play quarterback and you had a chance at winning. I don't know if anybody remembers Charles Woodson. That guy won the Heisman Trophy. He was a cover guy and a kick returner. Like they, they barely had him on offense at all. And he won the Heisman Trophy and he felt like the best player in college football. You know, I think right around the time when Darren McFadden got robbed of the Heisman back in 2006 as a do everything running back, when they gave it to Troy Smith at Ohio State because he was a one dimensional quarterback on the best team. That was about when. I, I started checking out for keeps on the Heisman Trophy. Like you, you can have it. I'm good. I'm not worried about the Heisman Trophy anymore. I'm really not. And the irony there is that, you know, the Maxwell Award goes out to the nation's best quarterback every year. So you already have an award that represents what you're trying to do with the Heisman. But no, let's go and water down the Heisman too, because that's what the people want to see. Yeah. But I digress. It's been nice not to talk all about Arkansas Razorback football and Sam Pittman and his problems this morning, hasn't it? Just a little bit refreshing after such an intense week so far, at least it's Thursday, after such an intense week so far, to finally have things cooling down a little bit feels really, really good. And um, I don't know if they're cooled permanently, but it does feel like this Florida International game maybe comes at the right time now because this game doesn't matter and everybody gets to take a deep breath Remember that we're lucky to be here, and it's not for very long. And we could say it's just sports, but I think that minimizes how much we care about sports, which is an awful lot. Appreciate the folks in the chat room getting after it. BT writes in, I'll think about the prospect of losing to Missouri in front of 20,000 of their fans, JB. That sounds depressing. Rod, good news is the Hogs will get an equal share of TV money no matter how much we stink. Is that true? Uh, Bethany, Jerry Jones will give some money, whatever it's needed for. It's a coaching search. And now we need to move forward into that. JB is not wrong. I know. Right. But the only one who'll say it, I guess, I don't know what that is. I guess people are afraid or something. You're going to lose their ticket access or their credential access. I already have season tickets. I'm not worried about this. We're going to threaten the media now. Come on. Chuck. Love it. When you talk, how many tackles your main petty had, was it 150? I can't remember. Ryan, active listening to Key on JB show because it comes fast at you. Philip, stinking bad builds character. <laughs> Maybe. How about CJ, my man from Kentucky? Couldn't disagree with JP more today. How come he's playing the Homer card? He he is a Homer. That's his job on this show. Well, you want him to say fire the coach? He's not going to do that. Um, you guys are cracking me up. Across the board, good thoughts. Getting after it. And uh, I think it's going to be a good day. How about Brian? Podbean's legit. It's one of those things you don't know until you know. Timbo, next year a 12-team playoff will be fantastic. What fun is looming? Lots of speculation, especially teams in the 10 to 15 range. It will be great for the entire sport. I agree, Tim. Our guy in Pensacola. All right. On that note, we have run the gauntlet coming at you 7 a.m. on the daily and getting after it for 90 minutes live. People's post game shows 90 minutes live after every football and basketball game all season. Remember that one on the YouTube. So you can check that out video stream too, or just minimize it and throw the audio on. 
and right here for you in your car or wherever you're at each and every day via the Podbean app, therealnwajb.com, and of course, uh, across the universe as well on the podcast platforms that you want to listen to. Apple, Spotify, Google, and more. Good times this morning. Y'all make it fun for me. Did you know that tomorrow's a Friday? Did you know that? It's a Friday and Thanksgiving is only a week away, baby. We have almost made it to Stone Cold Turkey time. Some ham or some stuffing? A lot of stovetop stuffing, please. All right, my good friends, y'all ripped it up here today for the entire crew at TV Media from the Funka Studio. I'm Josh Bertuccini, the real NWAJB, coming right back at you tomorrow morning on a football Friday at 7 o'clock sharp. And if anything happens or goes down, you know we'll keep you posted. Have a great day, y'all.